0: It meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love. Anyone could die. Anyone could die.
1: Agent Prophets.
0: Concept was so cool. Agent Prophets. Concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it.
1: Everything is music. I'm, the I'm the everything
0: And I'm Gary Butterfield.
1: And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I cut off our left arm so that our right arm can have claws. We are currently in Mm -hmm. the middle of Age of Apocalypse. We are doing a bunch of issue number twos, and uh, we are on Weapon X. And uh, Wolverine's going to do some Wolverine shit in this, including, you know, kind of uh, bemoaning the fact that his relationship with Gene is crumbling and uh, almost sacrificing himself to save the greater good. Classic Logan behavior.
0: Yep. And if you're a big, uh, the Reavers, those guys are called, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. The big Reavers fan. We get some Reavers. Yeah. If you're wondering what they, what they would do if, uh, Xavier died, it's, you get to find out. It's
1: kind of the same stuff, but in a different place yeah. because
0: generally the same stuff, uh, they're getting their ass handed to them by Wolverine. Yeah. That's their whole thing. Yeah.
1: Just this time, not in Australia. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. the thing. That's yep. the difference. Everybody, they, they, the Reavers are in America yeah. now. <laughs>
0: They, they, uh, emigrated to America in order to go to great Britain. Yes. Um, what their idea is, like what their whole point is, we do not know yet. Nope. Um, I don't think we find out because I think Wolverine blows them up. If I remember, yep. um, this starts off with a classic, uh, gene as uh, Wolverine woke up and he's like, you know, he knows they've been growing apart and he woke up and she's not there.
1: I think I'm going so just, to screen cap this and make it my Slack profile picture because it will look like that. Gene. I am screaming every single thing that I say on Slack, which is the
0: truth. That's a great idea. Which
1: is the truth. Um, yeah.
0: The, uh, and just as a, a little reminder of what's going on with these guys, uh, they had just recently helped the evacuation of humans. And the reason that happened is because they're working with the human high council in Europe uh, who are going to nuke Apocalypse's America.
1: Yeah. And uh, so on that, on that, council or whatever is um what's that dude say braddock 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 uh yeah brian braddock brian braddock who yep. seems a little gung-ho to murder a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of people he seems to be pro-war in a way that's super weird when you're in apocalypse land um yeah so they are at a checkpoint um the sentinels are bringing a bunch of humans over and there's just one dude at a desk whose job it is to like this is just a paper please that we're looking for and we keep talking about X-Men <laughs> tactics. Now we need a papers, please. That's X-Men papers, please. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I love X-Men papers, please. Um, the, uh, so yeah, I love, um, that the Sentinels just have humans crawling all over them. Like, did they ride across the ocean outside of the Sentinel?
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: did somebody have to ride on his shoulder? Yep. I assume that they were like inside cargo compartments in the belly or something. Yeah, but
1: it gets real you know? smelly in there real quick. So either you're super yeah, cold yeah. and you get like a bunch of seawater on you because the Sentinels refuse to go more than three feet above the water, or you are sitting there in a shit infested compartment in the sentinel yeah, chest. Yeah, full
0: of sentinel shit. Yeah. Yeah. From eating Sentinel burgers. Man, um, uh,
1: X-Men Papers, please. Like, you were telepathic and you could read somebody's mind, but that may reveal that you're a mutant and that you're supposed to be a human and you're in the human thing. So that could be a problem. Like there's some real, some real gotchas.
0: (laughs) Well, the, the secret, I mean the, the, the secret tailed X-Men tactics, which is such a good idea that I totally like when I've been going to bed, like, you know, I, I do things to try to distract myself when I go to bed. Um, like will like does towers of Hanoi or writes spec scripts. Mm -hmm. I've been going through characters and trying to think of moves for them in X-Men tactics. Like what would this character be? Uh, and I need to start writing that stuff down. Like, I'm not going to make it because I don't own the rights to the X-Men uh, and I don't have time, but like it's fucking there. But I was going to say like the secret thing about X-Men tactics is what I, what I really want is X-Men games that are not just like a shitty overhead ARPG. Yeah. You know, that aren't X-Men destiny. Like X-Men can fit in all kinds of stuff.
1: You know. I'm into it, dude.
0: Oh, my X-Men 045 game, you know, like my, I want that. I want my X-Men open world game. X-Men.
1: Not all that shit. Undertale. Nope. Don't want that. Crash Bandicoot x-men style do you want it
0: yep <laughs> want it uh, that's the line
1: did you see allison's tweet today where uh yes yeah, it's so funny like there was, a, uh, some, was some episode of bonfire chat where you were, someone asked you like i think it was alex actually like would you guys cover you know crash mandicoot you were like nope.
0: <laughs> yep and then uh it turns out the price tag for that is it's five on, years it's, it's on patreon.com <laughs> <Tuck feed TV. laughs> Yeah, I think that that he was talking about doing a Crash Bandicoot like bonfire side chat style. Oh, okay. Thing, yep. but it's still like amazing, like amazing grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison is the best. Um, so uh, all the the humans just wrote over here. Uh, this uh, papers please guy is letting him in, and Wolverine finds uh, Jean Grey. Yeah, you know, he's just like, what the hell? Uh, he's like, you know, I've been looking for you
1: because the the um, side link that they have is uh, that used to be like a river between our souls. Um, it's interesting that he didn't go land bridge. I think land bridge would really work here. (laughs)
0: Land bridge between our souls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree actually, because that's the proper use of land bridge. Um, the, uh, you Uh, you know, they, they hug, you know, they're talking about this and we go to the background and we know that these are the reavers because one of them's name is Pierce. Yes. Uh, they don't have they're talking about they don't have tags on them, so they're not gonna get scanned. I
1: mean they also name check Clegg. There. I'm surprised you're overlooking Clegg.
0: <laughs> I forgot about Clegg. <laughs> Motherfuckers I, think they hey, forgot quick, about quick, Clegg. Jeremy. <laughs> hey Jeremy, quick, what are your top eight Reavers?
1: <laughs> uh Clegg Pierce. Uh Kay. tank guy. <laughs> Take 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 for yep. legs. I think is what we call yep. him.
0: Yep, treadleg. leg.
1: Uh, yep. Are there eight
0: reavers? I think yeah. There's at least eight. I think some of them don't have names. I think Deathstrike is a reaver. Sometimes, later. I thought she
1: just like conned the reavers into doing her bidding. Like she's not like that. Could be you know the what case, I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'll never join a, an organization that'll have me for a member. Is like her entire stees on the
0: reavers. I, with with yeah, that's a it's a personal fuck you to Pierce. <laughs> I I I've never liked Deathstrike, and I've never liked the reavers. I always thought this was a lame X Men villain. Yeah, me too. Um, and I don't, I don't know what they're doing here. They're infiltrating at the same time. Somebody else is infiltrating uh, who don't seem to be allied. Like this is also a confusing issue. Like in general, I find this less confusing than generation next. And I, I like the weapon X comics that are in this crossover, but uh, I do find this confusing.
1: Nice. Yeah. I, um, Um, I, I I, Wolverine and Jean are kind of having this conversation, which, um, like we talked about this a little bit in uh, amazing X-Men where it's just Mm -hmm. like, this is kind of big, these are big concepts that are like real surface reads where Wolverine is like, we should kill everybody. They're the enemy. And Gina's like, no, I believe in helping people. We should always help people. And, and Logan is like, I don't understand. You were, you were, you were persecuted yeah. by them. You of all people should want to kill. And she's like, no, I want to save. Like it's real,
0: yeah, real like top level real surface bir-
1: Bird's eye view kind of like moral choices here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that gets interrupted with uh, some other dude.
0: (laughs) Who is this, Gary? I don't. These are. So this is we. This is from Amazing. This is Box and
1: Copycat. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who also break in at the same time. You know, so uh, this is uh, the, the Reavers know about this. You know, but they don't. They're not together with it. Like they're not in the same group. They're not making their move at the same time. I had no idea what Box and Copycat were planning to do. Like they show here and they're like, we're going to kill all the humans. There's two of you and one of you is a shapeshifter. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> like box, box could fuck some shit up.
1: Yeah. But like, right? what are they? I guess, I mean, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's weird that the Reavers are in a part of all of this. Like I don't, yeah, don't really understand. I this. assume we're
0: going to find out more because, you know, the end of this issue has, uh, you know, Jean Greg goes off, um, on her own and then Wolverine stays behind. So it's going to be Wolverine dealing with this shit. I think. Yeah. Uh, until the end where I think he does eventually, his conscience gets the best of him. And he heads over to, uh, to America.
1: They, um, yeah. box and, um, what's her name? Start just literally shooting the place up. I actually really, really dig this scene at the, the panel at the bottom where like they're shooting in different directions. Like it just looks, mm-hmm. looks really cool. Like in a way that the, this, yeah, yeah. this comic doesn't particularly look very cool a lot. So
0: yeah, box is cool, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, as far as alpha flight members, I'm down with box. Um, you know, they're talking about like how the fit will survive for apocalypse for purity and truth. This is kind of a little bit lame because copycat in the previous issues of amazing was shown to like not be a zealot, mm-hmm. you know, have some doubts and stuff. And now she's just a, a stormtrooper. Um, well, I mean, she's, you know, she's got her it, body cam
1: on, right? Like they made it. Yeah. I guess apocalypse that's, that's made that's it illegal to turn your body tape. cam off. Comedy <laughs> week.
0: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, apocalypse made it illegal for his horsemen to use chokeholds. So they're definitely not using. Yes. Chokeholds
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so now it's, yeah, now it's not happening. Um, um so basically this uh Gene Gray uh alerts Wolverine to uh to this whole thing and they leap into action. Well I like this because to, uh, um,
1: like they start shooting people and like this is a this is full of civilians. These are full of like persecuted yeah, yeah. humans escaping, and so these children start screaming and it it trigger it literally triggers, like I mean like they use the word triggers in this, a memory of her being in the pens that kind of it reignites her anger. Um, yeah. When, like all of these people were using kids as uh, are using like the rejects for target practice. And the silink that she shares with Wolverine like activates with that anger. And so it turns Wolverine into like instant berserker mode. Um, so I think that's kind of yeah. like, she's like, she, cause you like, she was just telling Wolverine, like we shouldn't do this. And then like her anger gets her. And then like, she has a pet Wolverine essentially. So he just goes in and starts murdering everybody.
0: Yeah. Yep. Go kill. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then he hits guy um, one time and jeans like "You, it's over. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> this is, this, this is a two page berserker. Well, do, like I worked up.
0: <laughs> they do. They do it in one panel. Uh, Wolverine <laughs> kills box and she kills copycat.
1: That's it. It's done in the
0: background. That's it. They did it. It's over, over. And then Wolverine's like, no, this is war. Like this should prove it to you. Like apocalypse just sent two of his goons over to kill humans. You know, this, this You're not supposed to do this, and Jean Grey's like, no, like I, I, still, I understand, like I can't do this. Wolverine lets her go. Like you have to do what you have to do, you know. I have to go talk. Wolverine says I have to go talk to the Human High Council and brief them on the targets that we've been hitting for years. Like, this is who we are. Like we fight against this shit, and this is just the logical conclusion. Yeah. Um, he goes over to the Human High Council because every named human is on the Human High Council. Yes, uh, Mariko is there. Uh, they have a history. You know, and she's a dissenter. She's saying like, no, we shouldn't nuke, you know, um, like, of course, Brian Braddock wants to do that. He manufactures the Sentinels. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, when we knew each other used to call me Mari, like there's this, all this history there. Yeah.
1: Because it's Mariko and like, and, you know, everything yeah. in Age of Apocalypse has to be kind of different, but also still the same as normal stuff.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she's trying to, to, you know, just kind of get him to you know, confide in him that she has her doubts and they get attacked. Now they've been attacked by the Reavers who waited until, you know, the other attack uh, happened to bring down their Zeppelin. Yeah. That one of the Zeppelins are in.
1: Um, they make a, a big point to, to announce to these people that they're not mutants. They are altered humans. Like they can like get, please, yeah. <laughs> please get this straight. We don't want to be. Called mutants.
0: He literally says that everything has an exclamation point. And he says it during a broadcast. He goes, and by the way, <laughs> we're not mutants. We're altered humans. You never should have an exclamation point And by the way, no, definitely. not. Uh, yeah. uh, P.S. Uh, P.P.S. Motherfucker. So, yeah. Yeah. God, this
1: dude just screams everything.
0: This sig is a, is a his signature is a scream. Uh, so Wolverine's like, you know, we can't necessarily stop them. We have to get out in one piece uh, again. She kind of convinces him, convinces him to be, you know, a hero at this point. Like he calls her Mari. He jumps out the window to go try to take out, this other Zeppelin through it exploding through the fire. Uh, and he's like, I'm losing my mind. You know, the updraft is going to save me a little bit, but I'm losing it. Like I just called her Mari out of, you know, out of habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't be doing this. And, um, he's
1: doing it. Like Moira doesn't have like, Moira's like, Hey, we need to do something. So, uh, I think it's Brian who's like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta shoot all of the, we gotta shoot a bunch of laser fire at this thing. And, uh, of course, mariko comes in it's like don't shoot logan's in there and like somehow logan hears this conversation is like oh i should have thought about the laser thing before i jumped into hot fire so i'm just gonna yeah. jump into hot fire i guess um mean, yep. meanwhile the reavers are reaving they're just doing a bunch of reaving yep. stuff i don't know what's happening on this page yep. there's just a bunch of i don't
0: know who they are don't know which one's Clegg. Rip, know which one's pierce rip scronk scree uh,
1: is what the reavers are doing yeah
0: <laughs> yep uh uh like Pierce is a real transparent. Like leave them to me, Clegg. I want the killing rush for myself. Um, I think I remember now with the plot. I think these guys are hired by Brian Braddock to stoke.
1: Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, that was yeah, my war. guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Wolverine pops in. He's all bald. I love when Wolverine gets his hair burned off. And he's yeah. all like, yeah, scraggly and ugly. Uh, he pops up and they're just like, you know, Pierce, like take him boys. I want his claws for a necklace. And Wolverine's like, you want my adamantium? And just fucking takes them all out. Uh, every one of them except for Pierce. Who says I always I like this line? He's like, I'm the lad who always kicked over the checkerboard when it looked like I was losing. Like he's not about to just like lose in a fair fight. He blows up the blimp.
1: I um on the page on the where he's where Wolverine is coming down and he's all on fire and everything. Um, mm-hmm. like there's a there's like a banshee scree sound effect happening, which I think is very funny because I'm just imagining Wolverine like saying banshee scree yeah
0: oh. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) the
1: the, uh yeah the um scream scream. it's it's like that joke that um i don't know what comic it's from but like jubilee is like no no the the, the claws don't make the noise snicked he just says that every time he pops them yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) but also it's a weird detail that like they specifically drew his big toe separate from the rest of his feet (laughs) rest of his toes and i'm like
0: they're showing that that shoe burned off yeah
1: like they're like that's you don't really see that like comic artists and and, like uh, look hands and feet are hard to draw no but like it's a really weird specific thing to do that for some reason so i just wanted to call it out shout shouts to the foot guy like uh, did quentin tarantino request this who's what's happening yes
0: (laughs) he loves a wolverine foot um so uh they blow this up there's a great little line uh where somebody tells mariko (laughs) he says your hair hair suit, little paladin failed i love the idea of wolverine as a hair suit little paladin
1: Can, can like I,
0: that's a very funny way to refer to Wolverine. Can
1: I get that class in the next, can I get that like spec out in the next Diablo three, please? Can I just make that yeah. happen?
0: <laughs> Suit little valid. The, uh, um, you know, they're, they're kind of blaming was like, he allowed those agents of apocalypse to foil our chance at a first strike, you know, for strike. They're kind of going back and forth about whether it was right to, to wait. And then Wolverine walks out on fire. Yes. Um, because, and the reason he lived and he, he came back is because Jean Grey has decided to fly to America to warn them about the nuke yes um so he gets on a bike and chases her jumps on her plane uh and she basically says like if you want to stop me you're gonna have to kill like you'll have to kill me
1: we've seen this like this is that this is that wolverine movie
0: yep (laughs) i mean exactly it's
1: almost exactly the wolverine movie um i do like like the there's a scene um or our panel excuse me where she just closes her eyes and lifts her lifts her her chin so that she, she has access to her neck and was like you gotta make it quick um yeah i like that a lot but it's preceded by like one of the worst kissing panels i've ever seen in my entire life
0: yeah wolverine's lips haven't grown back yeah you know exactly how it feels like uh it's it's a real weird kiss mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's crying and stuff uh the uh but he lets her go like he doesn't kill a Jean gray of course um he jumps off and she pulls up to go uh warn the humans yep and wolverine's gonna go to wonder gore Wonderver mountain that's where the x-men were originally stationed that's where scarlet witch died i can't remember what he does there
1: so um according to looking at marvel unlimited he fights a tentacle guy <laughs> cool <laughs> looking at the looking at the covers <laughs> he's 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 tentacle yep. fighting um, um speaking can't of wait. marvel unlimited um i've been meaning to say this and i have not had a chance to. we got a review recently um from wow belmer ginoid belmer Gynoid, maybe um okay five stars so like we'll talk about it okay, okay. Thank, god. <laughs> thank god thank god <laughs> um yeah,
0: i was i was <laughs> in bated breath a
1: lot of nice things um but they they mentioned that uh, we talk a lot about marvel unlimited and they wanted us to shout out like local comic books at stores and getting actual issues and keeping those and kind of things like that and like I just, I just wanted to mention like we, we use Marvel Unlimited because it's extremely convenient and it's also very, very cheap. It's, I don't have these issues anymore. It would be an enormous pain in the ass in the middle of a quarantine and a middle of fucking craziness in America to try to track down original issues of age of apocalypse. Um, that said, yeah, like Gary came to visit me. I took him to my local comic book shop. I went to visit Gary. He yeah. took me to like four comic book shops. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. I, in, I still, I go to comic shops. We're in like, huge when, support. When,
1: yeah. It just doesn't come through on the podcast.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. When stores are extant, I go to comic shops and I go to comic shops, even if I'm not buying individual floppy comics, I buy trades and I buy doodads uh, to support them. Every time I go back to my hometown of DeKalb, Illinois, I visit Graham crackers comics, uh, you know, without fail. And I always buy something cause I'm like, you know, gotta support those guys. Um, love comic shops. I just, it is particularly difficult. Like this is a new to this week and last week thing, but like, I don't know, man, there's like a curfew like in my town. Like there's, you know, I, I can't go to this shit. Yeah. It's not open and I can't go to it. So I do support local comic shops. I think that they're having a real rough time. I don't know whether diamond's going to like make it out of this. Yeah. I
1: don't know, dude. Like this is uh, crazy.
0: I don't like it. Like it's, it's, you know, I don't, you know, I, the idea of not seeing, you know, movies again sucks. Like, and the idea of not going to comic book stores again really sucks for the purposes of the podcast. It is much easier to use Marvel unlimited. Uh, and you know, it's local comic stores or stops are better. Um. Marvel Unlimited, at least you know the artists and the writers and stuff are presumably getting some money for it, you know, as opposed to like piracy. So I, I feel morally okay about Marvel Unlimited. Marvel is a shitty company as far as like where they donate their money and things like that. Oh yeah, um, you know, but it, it's a yeah. I like local comic stores. I'm looking at a gigantic shelf full of comics right now. I am I, too.
1: Like I, I've got, yeah. I've got a shelf that's full of. uh trades and you know toys and things like that like it's something that i do i'm not like we're probably being way too defensive about this but i just wanted to mention it like because i I can definitely see if you're just listening to the podcast of like oh these boys like don't really care about comics that much all they do is this and this and this but like you know it used to be a tradition for me and autumn on Saturdays. she'd get finished riding her horse and she would come back to the house take a shower, we would load up, we'd hit the comic book store, we'd buy like four or five trade paperbacks. We'd hit the fish and chips place right next to it, drink some beers and read some trades. Like we were that's that was mm-hmm. we did that for probably 2 years straight. That's why I have so many trades now. So.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. What's well, so I think I've I've told this story before on on things too. Like I think it's worth I think we probably are coming off as defensive, but even if it's not defensive, like it's kind of nice to celebrate comics, you know, as as an idea and like promote that and just be clear about where we stand because mm-hmm. it's a good time for people to be clear about what they stand. Um when I first moved to Portland I'm sure I have told this before but like uh told this story um got here we moved to uh an uh, apartment without going there first like I didn't know where it was in the city and it turns out it was like right on the border of the suburbs like nothing was there you know it was like a 10 15 minute walk to like a very small pocket of kind of like suburban um you know culture stuff and uh, I was really out of the city it was really depressing like, I didn't know anybody uh, and I looked for comic book stores and there was a comic and it was like Karen's comics. I'm like, cool. Like I'll find a comic store and that'll be, you know, something to do. And it was in this business park. I could barely find it. I eventually found it. And uh, Karen, who's like one of my all time favorite people was like my only friend in Portland for maybe the first like year I lived here uh, until I met, met Nick Glauber and like those guys. Um, and like, she was amazing. Like she ran this comic, her uh, husband, was i think a lawyer like had a lot of money and she could run this this comic store and i learned a lot about the like realities of running a comic store how thin those margins are and she like knew i was looking for a job and she would like print out job listings and put them in my poll box for me and then she retired and she sold everything at cost so i bought like a stuff from her like, a stuff from her then like she's great like i i love 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 local comic stores yes same same, same.
1: thanks um, it was like finding a local comic book store and my hometown was so huge because I've, I've, I've said it many times, like uh, the primary source of my comic books was that my grandmother loved me and would buy them for me. So um, mm-hmm. like we would go to a truck store that had a comic rack that like spun <laughs> like it was
0: it's, I love that fucking thing. The Hey Kids comics. Yeah, it's and, like, um, and so like, yeah, yeah.
1: but like going to a comic book store for the first time was absolutely incredible for me and just being like, oh, these people like comics as much as I do. Also, they seem to hate girls. That's weird. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, not really. Why is it so
0: dark and strange in here? Uh, um, yeah. But
1: yeah, like it, finding what? those kind of places was like, oh, like this, these people like the same things that I do. Like, this is, this is interesting. So, yeah, just wanted to shout out local comic yeah. book stores. I wanted to bring it up. Um,
0: well, especially when we're doing Age of Apocalypse, because like I, I keep thinking back to when I was reading these books when they came out, like going into like Legends and Lore comic books you know, in, in my hometown and like seeing this stuff. Like I, I, I have a very specific sense of memories of walking in there, huge table with all the new releases and just seeing stuff. And Scott lower, the guy who ran that was the first person who kept uh, trying to uh, get me into like better comics. Like I was just like X-Men 2099, X, you know, generation X. And he was like, you should read preacher. And I was like, no,
1: absolutely. You know, because I, I was
0: a little kid. <laughs> and then like later it turns out he was right. And then later it turns out he was wrong. So that, that's the arc with that. You know, I, I still will defend that comic to a degree. Um, but it's, uh, it was just interesting. Like he was really trying to get me in a bone, oh, which yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was neat. Like I was like a 13 year old and he's like a 22 year old dude. Yeah. Trying to, trying to give like, you a little
1: guidance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. It's, it's a really meaningful memory. So, uh, big shout out to that shit.
1: Um, if you guys want to support the show, uh, patreon.com slash We're also having a live event by the time um, this comes out, it will be in. One, two, three, four. So it'll be in a not. It'll be the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. Let's just do that. It's coming up soon. Yeah, you have you have a short amount of time. It's all online because COVID. Um, so you can you can come hit the stream. There's gonna be all kinds of shows. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be covering the Wolverine podcast um -hmm. gary's gonna be doing some gambit material Uh, we got some we got some new stuff planned over there uh i will also be on for other various segments and my buddy chris will join me for some monster of the week bullshit it's going to be a good time is what i'm saying it's going to be fun
0: i think it's gonna be a blast yeah
1: um
0: absolute we're gonna be
1: taking donations it's free to everybody but we're gonna be donating to uh groups trying to end police brutality and support black lives matter it's important for all of us. And obviously over the last few weeks that that cannot let that fight slip because it's actually starting yep. to maybe work a little bit now that the cops are beating white people in the, the way that they have beaten black people for a long time. Um, yeah. I,
0: I'm not so naive as to think this is going to be like, you know, a full sea change, but there's like a couple of tiny minor things have happened. Like the uh, Portland police have taken cops out of the schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: People are talking you know, that, that Minneapolis are talking about no. abolishing police about disbanding them. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah um, it's been interesting because that's something that like I think it's ingrained in my mind to from movies and propaganda and all this kind of stuff of like oh we need cops and then uh, but like if you like and not to get real political on a comic book podcast but like if you really like sit down and think like has a cop ever helped you do anything like when our house got robbed they came they took a report I never saw those dudes again Um. yeah and I, I know they can't like solve every single crime or whatever and but like we, we we talk about cops of like actual like uniformed officers. Like I just, I, I guess I've been pulled over a few times and they let me go because of privilege. Like, I guess that's a positive experience. I don't know. Like I don't, I I just, yeah. Abolish all cops, abolish all jails, yeah. man. cab FTP, the whole nine.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't like, I need to educate myself more on, on this specific issue. Cause I have the the same feeling, but there's just a million examples of just like, you know, everyone says they don't like the cops, but, will be laughing when you need someone to show up twelve hours late to shrug when your house gets burgled, you know? As like as a real thing. And just at this point, I don't necessarily know what the solution is. I just know this isn't working. Yeah. Uh and I am interested you know, I'm interested in reading more about what that solution is. Um, but I don't know. I uh I think that this is, you know, there's only so many videos of police brutality that you can watch. Uh you know, how many journalists have to lose an eye uh for covering this stuff do we do we have to to accept I remember are we supposed to
1: even before a lot of this popped off someone wrote an article about a community in Colorado that was trying um that kind of partnered with the 911 department and was like look if a call like this comes in don't send a dude in a uniform with a gun like call us we are trained behavioral specialists like we've had years and years of training we will go in and defuse the situation whether it's domestic violence or, or what have you and it was community run. Like there was no government yeah. over it. It was all based on the community and apparently had a huge amount of success. And I think that's when people talk about abolishing cops. It's like, yeah, we need local community people that will go out with the intention of helping and not just, yeah, yeah. not just stopping whatever's happening as, as soon as they can.
0: It's ridiculous that like the, you know, there is an absurdity to the idea that we send out the same people armed and trained the same way for, uh, like, a, a bank robbery as we do um, people being out after curfew. Yeah. You know, or, or uh, some, you know, or, uh, somebody or college kids, kids partying
1: too loud. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the same people could show up at the same training. Like I, you know, I said this before, like I, I've worked in law enforcement for about a year and a half. Uh, there is a culture to that of wanting to see some action, mm-hmm. uh, that comes up and that I was in a small town, you know, so that's probably where some of that came from, but that, You know, at the time I was too naive to know exactly how troubling that is, but like it being summer classes out of session, everybody's bored out of their minds. Like that was so fucking dangerous, Oh yeah. you know? And I, and I had no idea, like, but that was just a really, you don't like, I don't know, like you need an appropriate response to this shit and we're just not doing it. No. You know, and I know it happens sometimes, but it doesn't matter because it, you know, there's no, there's no like right amount of police brutality. It's not like if we can get these numbers down to a certain level, that's good. You know,
1: it's um, so. it's come up on Twitter a few times. Um, some people comparing like how many hours of training you need to be a cop versus like being a beautician. Um, and I yeah, yeah, I used to work in the cosmetology industry, and it was kind of a running joke that like to cut somebody's hair you needed uh in the state of Louisiana you needed sixteen hundred hours of education to cut hair. And not, and not 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 oh, yeah. not saying that that's not a skilled job or anything. Like I'm, believe me, I I, I am. I have met I have met a lot of those women. Like they <laughs> they could be very skilled, but like yeah. it, the idea. And I never knew. I never really paid attention. But like seeing tweets being like, yeah, it takes 110 hours of training to be a cop, and. 1700 in your state to be a, a, a registered cosmetician. Like, you're like, what? Like, how the fuck is yeah. that even possible? Like we're sending these people into the worst situations possible. Like, why are you turning, why are you pulling people over with a gun on your side? Like that's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. I, um, and like the, the fucking, there was a big controversy in the police department I worked in, uh, that was covering up like bad cops, like in, in a weird way. Like there was, if you look up, um, Northern Illinois university, Don Grady, who is the chief of the police department I worked for. Um, you will see like this whole, like he had to step down because he had, uh, some cops, uh, who he didn't like because they were not like towing the line. He got fired for a thing. Uh, and it all came out. Like it is all just the grossest, most inside baseball shit with like, you know, that, that, uh, that blue line, like that, you know, them sticking together, that brotherhood shit is real and dangerous. Like police unions at the very least, even if you can't get on board with police being dissolved entirely, like police unions are a really fucked up thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh that, you know, uh end up resulting in a lot of uh lack of accountability for for these kind of things. Yeah. It's um so it's, it's it's extraordinarily it's frustrating.
1: Like it's it's just like, man. Yeah. I I it's I don't often like, I'm not one of those dudes that tries not to cry or anything, and I'm not a dude that will hide his emotions or anything like that. Like, I've always been like, oh, hey, I will just tell you what I'm feeling, um, for better or for worse. That is That has been good for me and been bad, but I'm not really one to just straight up cry at things um yeah unless i'm kind of high and it's like a trailer for a movie about a dog that's probably gonna die <laughs> like that's sure some, yeah, some, yeah. sometimes yeah. that'll get me but uh like watching twitter like looking at twitter the other morning it was it was super early like I, the dogs woke me up early and i was just it was the day that like a lot of this stuff has started popping off and i was just in fucking horror seeing the stuff that i was seeing and just started weeping on my couch at five o'clock in the morning like it's it's been yeah, yeah. so so forgive us if we got like super political at the end of this x-men podcast i think we're just both like fucking floored by all I mean, of this stuff so
0: if, if you were somebody who didn't like it you knew where it was going and you probably shut it off i had to guess probably so um you know quick shout out to or not shout out recommendation to people i started reading a book um because like I, I can educate myself about this stuff um there's a really great book called so you want to talk about race uh that i started reading um it was recommended uh, online i was looking for you know kind of primers on race stuff in america and it is highly readable um really really good really really eye-opening um and uh, i recommend it very strongly good deal so, yeah um
1: uh, that's it x-men x-men comedy week put us on your newton yep the x-men <laughs> put the x-men on your newton everybody until
0: next, <laughs> until next time the x-men <laughs> good night